You're listening to Life Lessons from a Psychic with See Psychic Readings Intuitive Podcast. The podcast where you'll get healing messages from spirit to help you move positively forward in your life. Hey everyone, it's C from C Psychic Readings. Thank you for joining me today. I want to talk about pets. Um, I do quite a few psychic pet readings and recently I've been getting a lot of just emails about them. A lot of people asking, well, like, what are they and what do they exactly involve? What do they include? So I thought, let's talk about it. All right. Uh, first off, I have to say I love doing psychic pet readings and I'll tell you why. Pets don't come with the same drama that humans do, okay? <laughs> I love all my human clients, sincerely. But with the human soul experience, it's a little different. There's a lot more trauma attached. There's suffering. There's things you go through in order to, you know, kind of grow and change as a soul. Not that easy, right? Pets are just pure. They just have a pure energy. And, you know, it's been said before, but I constantly see it all the time when I do a pet reading, is that if you want to know what unconditional love is look at your pet okay because an unconditional love coming from an animal they just love you for who you are they don't love you for what you do they don't love you if you do if you they don't love you less if you do something to them you know they just love you for your soul you know I always find it funny with pets where you know whether it's like a dog or cat or another animal you know if you do something like maybe step on their paw or you kind of hurt their tail by accident and you'll apologize and say oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry they just turn around and lick you or just kind of say it's cool right? There's nothing held on to with animals. So I think it's very interesting. And you know, for me, when I'm doing my pet psychic readings, the way an animal's soul comes through to me, I'll be honest, sometimes I don't realize it. And you know, in the sense that it feels like a human presence or a human soul. Um, I'll give you an example. When I first started doing readings, uh, I remember the very first kind of what I'll call like the first pet reading that I did. And the only reason I, I know it was a pet reading is somebody had sent me a question saying, hey, can you tell me the energy around so-and-so? And they just gave me a name. And the name was a very generic name, like like a name, a human name. It wasn't a pet name like Mr. Frinkles or, uh, you know, Sir Bottoms, you know, <laughs> anything like that. It was just a very simple name. And I went, okay. And I, I felt the impressions and I gave them the reading and I went, gosh, this person's a happy soul. And oh, wow, this, this is a really nice reading to do because the energy is so pure here. And this is, oh, this person really likes to go out to the park. Man, they walk a lot. They must be so skinny, <laughs> you know? And I didn't realize it. Um, and then I gave the reading to the client. She emailed me and said, see, it's fascinating. Everything you're saying is spot on, even to the health things that you mentioned. Um, I probably should have made you aware. I wasn't sure if you picked it up, but you were reading for my dog. And I went, oh my gosh, okay, now some of the stuff I was getting makes a lot more sense, right? So it's funny how that can come about. But when I'm doing, um, you know, a psychic pet reading for a client, they normally come to me for a few different reasons. Sometimes, more often than not, and I hate having new experiences sometimes, is they'll want to know how their pet is doing. Um, if a pet is crossed over, they want to know that their pet's okay. I'm going to tell you right now, 
all pets are fine, okay? So if you're ever concerned and you're like, I wonder if my pet is doing okay, are they, you know, in a position where they're still suffering? They are not. Your pet is absolutely fine. Trust me on that. So I could save you some money there, okay? Um, but they'll want to know things about their pet. So sometimes I'll have a client that'll email me and say, just tell me what you can. And I'll get things like the personality. Sometimes I'll get the connection between an, an animal and a person. So sometimes I've had it with pets where I've actually seen that same pet and that owner be connected in multiple different lives, you know, from past lives. So it's kind of fascinating to see how that connection goes. Um, sometimes I will be able or I'll bring up things that are associated with the pet health wise that might not be considered. I know for one, I was doing a reading and I mentioned um, kind of anxiety that I felt around the pet. And then I also mentioned something with teeth and the client emailed me after saying, yeah, they, they have to go in for teeth surgery and they're very scared about it, I'm assuming, because that's what you seem to pick up, you know? And I said, yeah, there's a lot of anxiety. So they feel all this stuff, you know? That's, and we all know this, but sometimes I think we have to be reminded of it. And I think the blessing of having pets in our lives is the psychic bond that we have with them. We are connected with our pets. There are so many times where I've heard a client say that, you know, see truly sometimes I think my, my pet's a human. Like I think my, my pet's a person. It's just strange how they interact. Well, they do have those qualities, right? And we do have that psychic bond. And I'm sure everybody has heard of stories like, uh, you know, one that was circling around was the doomsday cat who was, uh, you know, he was in a hospice hospital. That's where he lived. And he would go and sit on the chest of uh, somebody or go into the room of somebody that's about to die. Dun, 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 you know, um, I think things like that are interesting, you know, and I do think that pets kind of sense that with their human, they sense if their hu human is okay, they sense if their human is in pain, they sense if their human needs something, this is all that psychic bond. So it's really a fascinating thing that we all experience. So if you are ever considering uh, having a pet psychic reading, I thought what I could do is give you some ways to prepare for it and some things that you can expect or some things to level out expectations. So with pet psychic readings, it's not, it's not like reading for a person 100% because remember, they don't have the same um, human emotions and human experiences. They have their own set of emotions and experiences, but it's not the same thing. So for example, humans carry a lot of... Um, animosity let's be honest we we can get hurt very easily we can hold on to it that's the human experience the shedding of the ego as as it's known out there right really allowing yourself to shed that ego and truly not come from an egocentric place pets don't have that okay so when pets come through it is unconditional love um they sometimes can come through hurt especially if they've experienced trauma in their life but it's more so from the point of non-understanding like why would my why would my pet parent do this or why would they do this i don't understand you know, that's kind of the way that I perceive the information, but they do have little human personalities, you know, so if I'm reading and all of them do, I've had clients that have messaged me saying, you know, is it just a cat or a dog or can it be a bunny or an iguana? You know, and I'll be honest, in my experience, they're like humans that way. They have personalities. Sometimes they don't. You know, I've had it where I read for a pet and I'm like, this thing is boring. This thing is just happy to lie around. There's nothing else going on, um, you know. I don't normally get a pet or I, I won't, I haven't gotten a pet at least yet that has had like these really finite, you know, intellectual thoughts of, you know, how we are as humans, we're always creating, expanding and thinking about more, you know, they're content, they're content to live in the moment. That's really how they are. You know, everything for them is a day to day. And that's why they can be so unconditionally loving because they do have that forget factor. 
right? They can forget the past, come into the to the present. They don't know the future. That's where they are. So if you're asking for a pet reading, what you can kind of expect is you can expect to get a reading where you can understand your pet a lot better. So I've had it where I've given a reading to a client and I'll say, yeah, they're doing this or this kind of behavior they're doing. And a client will say, that's so fascinating that you picked that up because I, I didn't know why they did that and it was confusing me and it was scaring me. And just the fact that you clarified it helps me now know how to kind of work with it or what to do. Um, so you'll get a better understanding of your pet. You will get an understanding of your pet in terms of if there's any sort of healing that needs to go on with your pet, if they're holding on to anything, in terms of any physical healing that needs to happen, things to be aware of, uh, you know, and sometimes that psychic bond comes through. So I've had it where, you know, uh, people have said, oh, wow, it's really fascinating because I've been, you know, so focused on this pet and then now all of a sudden this new pet has come into my life and it's fascinating the the interplay between both of them right and sometimes there is a psychic bond there either between both of them those pets or between you and a pet it's it's an interesting journey that way so what I do want to say with this kind of quick little short and sweet podcast for this one a bet about psychic pet readings is if you are thinking about having one I think it can give you more understanding to your pet but not only your pet yourself because a lot of us don't recognize certain things within ourselves and we see it only through our pets. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a reading with a client recently, human client, and we were um, discussing, she had mentioned something very profound and I only share this because I, I mentioned to her that I might share this on a podcast and she was okay with it. Um, but I thought it was very interesting because it was something that we, I think a lot of us, all of us actually go and experience is that she says, you know, see, it's really difficult. I've been through some really difficult relationships and I don't think I have a capacity to love anymore. You know, I gave all that love away. I feel like it screwed me over. I didn't get anything out of it. I was screwed over, you know, taken advantage of, used, like, why would I even want to love again? And that's when I saw her pet and I mentioned, I said, you got a dog though, right? And she goes, oh yeah, I, you know, I've had my dog now for what, like three years ish, maybe four. I said, yeah, you love your dog. She's like, well, it's easy to love my dog, you know, cause my dog loves me and my dog's not trying to outwardly hurt me. And I'm like, okay, but your dog's not perfect, right? And she goes, no, definitely chews up things and dogs will be dogs. I say, great, but you still can love your dog unconditionally. She's like, yeah, I can, but it's different. You know, my dog wasn't out to get me. I said, no, I understand that. And I'm not going to compare the human experience of loving someone in terms of a human soul versus loving a pet in the same way. But what it does show is you always have that capacity to love. And the thing I love about pets is they bring that out in us. That no matter the trauma you've had, no matter how hard your life has been, no matter what you've gone through, a pet can show you unconditional love and bring out that unconditional love in you. So when I was speaking with this client, one thing that we discussed is it's not that you don't have a capacity to love anymore. You absolutely do because we have infinite capacity to love. What it is is now taking that capacity to love and gearing it towards the right people or the right resources, you know, in order to get the quote unquote best bang for your buck of return on investment. That's the work. But don't ever think you don't have any more capacity to love because if you ever feel like you're tapped out of love, you're not. Look at your pet right there. That capacity of love comes back over and over again. All right.
Well, I hope this has been helpful and healing for everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And if there's ever any questions on psychic pet readings or anything else, I love to love to get emails. I feel so blessed and honored whenever someone sends me an email and either mentions something about the podcast or gives me different ideas on what they want to see out in the podcast. So I truly, truly appreciate your feedback. And other than that, I hope everyone is taking care of themselves and each other. Blessings.